Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. No sleep till... Oh, sorry. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's KMB the Six Ninja in the place to be for a paper saber universe. And this is the New World Podcast, brother. Welcome to December to dismember. <laughs> We're talking about SmackDown, uh, December 1st, 2023. Where has the time gone, folks? We're in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Kevin Patrick, Corey Graves, Michael Cole, all on commentary. We start the show off with Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE. You know, I, I, I do like Bianca. I think Bianca's a really great talent, but she she needs to do something different. I've said this before, you know, I've had people like, why are you hating on Bianca? I'm not trying to hate it. She just needs, I don't know, she, like, when she came back, I was like, hey, Bianca's back. And then it's just like the same thing, you know? It's, 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 just, it's just one of those things like, and then you can say that with Charlotte. You can say that with Bailey. You can say that with everybody. But um, I don't know. I, I, I want to see Bianca go heel. That's what I want. I want to see what Bianca could do to go heel, you know? And I know a lot of, a lot of women, a, a lot of little girls, they all look up to Bianca. So, you know, there's... It's probably pretty hard to be like, yeah, we're going to take this really hardcore baby face and then she's just going to become this this monster of a of a heel, you know. And she's very like I said, very very talented. I don't know. It's just something she just needs to change a little something, you know, just to keep uh staying fresh, but I know WWE probably's like, ah, we don't want to do that right now, you know. Well, you know, there's a lot of you know, people that look up to her, you know, kids and, you know, and it's just, it's just one of those things like, how can you take that uh, mega baby face superstar? And that's what, that you know, as a representation of the company and everything that's good in this world and everything like that. And a very force to be reckoned with, you know, uh, a very um, true blue baby face. That's what Bianca is, but I, I just really want her to go heel. <laughs> I want to know what heel Bianca Belair is going to be or would be in uh, the multiverse of the WWE, you know. <laughs> well, she gets interrupted by Damage Control. Damage Control comes out after a hellacious War Games. One of my favorite matches of this year was the Women's War Games match, um, you know. And, uh, man, I, I was waiting for, like, slowly, slowly they're kicking out Bailey of damage control, but, um, they came out, no Bailey with them first. And, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to take you out Dakota Kai. Uh, and Oscar's looking great. You know, she has that, you know, her makeup is looking fantastic. And, um, they're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to attack you. Then here comes Charlotte. Here comes Shotzi for the save. And this was the interesting part. After all this is damage controls backstage. And Bailey's like, Hey, what happened? I could have helped you. Huh? What's going on? And they're like, and, you know, they're like, yeah, whatever, Bailey. <laughs> Maybe you could be out there for, um, you know, we got a match between Bianca and uh, uh, Kyrie Sane. Maybe you can be out there. We'll, we'll see. But I think that Eo's going to take the reins of this group. And I think we're going to get a Bailey that's going to turn face. Now, that's a real interesting thing with Bailey turning face. I, I I don't know. Like, she, she I think we're going to have a damage control versus a Bianca Belair, a Charlotte, and Shotzi with Bailey. 
helping them as well. You know, it's I I just feel it's gonna happen, and they'll probably might happen a Royal Rumble, or it might happen sooner sooner than that. It might even happen on a SmackDown. Tribute to the troops is next week. You know, uh, I know that we already have Oscar and Charlotte, which I'm very excited for. Any, give me Oscar and Charlotte all the time. You know, those two can tear it up. So I'm thinking at a certain point we're going to get a, a, a turn with uh, Bailey going face and joining the other side and taking out what she created, and that is damage control. Uh, first match of the night, which I had a lot of fun with. I didn't think I really was, but uh, Butch versus Bobby Lashley. Of course, Street Profits on the outside. Um Bobby got the win. Butch, he's, uh, you know, his homie's gone. He's, uh, he, he just took off on him last week, and he's like, yeah, I haven't heard from him. He hasn't even heard from Sheamus in months, you know, because we get an interview with him backstage, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to fight. But he gets interrupted by Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy, and they beat him down, leaving Butch there. <laughs> I just like what Pretty Deadly's like, you're alone. You're alone, you know. <laughs> but uh, Bobby Lashley got the win over Butch, and now that... Uh, Man, you know, I, I like what Bobby said. He's like, when you when I told you to go make a name for yourself, you know, I didn't expect you to pick a fight with me. And he goes, and then when the crowd started chanting, Bobby, Bobby, he goes, that's a name. And I'm like, damn, Bobby. Ooh, I love Bobby Lashley. Oh, love him. I, I want him to be a champ again. So, and get the Street Profits some gold, too, around the waist. Tag team. Nick Aldis is backstage, and Paul Heyman interrupts because we find out that the Viper, Randy Orton, is here, and Nick wants to sign him to a WWE SmackDown contract. Paul doesn't like that. He says, did you discuss this with our tribal chief? And, and Nick comes back with, like, hey, look here, bitch. <laughs> it says, and it states... In order to keep contact with the tribal chief, I must talk to Paul Heyman. So consider this a notice that, yes, the Viper, I'm going to try to get him to sign a contract for SmackDown. And Paul didn't like that. And Paul's like, call Roman Reigns. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone. I really do. <laughs> just I just want Paul Heyman's voice come up out of nowhere. Call Roman Reigns. <laughs> that would be a badass one. Uh, Santos Escobar. Oh. God, I love this new Santos so much. Um, versus uh, Joaquin Wild. Of course, Santos got the win. You know, he goes backstage. He cuts a promo. You know, well, he cuts a promo before the match. Um, and he's looking great. That little tiny shirt on him looks so adorable. It looks so cute. He's got a shirt. And I must I must have that shirt. But do I need more shirts? You know, Santos got the win. Uh, Joaquin, looks all right. He looked good for, you know, it's my first time really seeing him in a long time wrestle. So... Uh, but, uh, afterwards, you know, of course he has to beat down wild. He starts beating him down. Here comes Dragon Lee. That feud ain't over. Santos and Dragon Lee. Let's keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, Nick's backstage. Uh, Logan Paul's coming up next. He talks to Logan. He's like, Hey man, welcome, welcome aboard. Here we go. Our U S champ. And then we get Nick and Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce is like, Hey, who, who are you to sign Randy Orton? I'm, I'm here with a contract of my own mother lover. You know, I'm going to get Randy to join us on Raw. And Nick's like, yeah, <laughs> Nick is smooth as he is. He's like, good luck. Good luck. Logan Paul comes out. Um, <laughs> there's a moment where he's like, yeah, now that I'm on top. And I go, rah, 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 rah. I was like, <laughs> doing some Randy Orton shenanigans. I, I, I was funny. It's like, uh, I told my boss the other day, I was talking to somebody. I was like, man, I was talking about a Logan Paul match. I think it was Logan and Roman. And someone's like, 
Logan Paul's in WWE? I'm like, yeah, he is. I was like, have you not? I was like, do you know? Do you follow Logan Paul? They're like, no, he's a douchebag. I was like, yes, outside of WWE, Logan Paul is a douchebag. But I like WWE Logan Paul. And I like that the fact that when Kevin Owens comes out, they got face to face because uh, Logan says he talked to Nick and says there's going to be a tournament to determine who's going to be the number one contender for the United States Championship. And I lo- this is one of my favorite things of this moment between Logan and when Kevin Owens comes out and interrupts him. You know, he he goes, um, he goes, uh, yeah, you know, he goes, you know, you call yourself a prize fighter, but I can knock you out in five, five more than I need, blah, 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 blah. And Kevin Owens does this great thing where he takes that and he's like, yeah, that's in a different world. Now you're in my world. I was like, what a save to, you know, the key to, to protect the business itself. It's all about the business, brother. And he protected it by saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different world. This is my world. And I can knock your ass out if I want to. And I was like, man, the wording of how Kevin said that, that, that is, that is, uh, that is some OG shit right there. Um, but, uh, uh, of course here comes, um, uh, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory and they come out, they're like, Hey, Logan, you know, we're giving him his flowers and stuff. And, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory's talking, you know, like, yeah, you know, you're one single punch. <laughs> he just punches Austin Theory and gets him out of the ring. Then we go into our match between Kevin Owens versus uh, Grayson Waller. Kevin Owens gets to win after they try breaking his hand. You know, the hand is uh, the weak spot and everything like that. But uh, Kevin Owens gets to win and uh, Logan Paul's on commentary. Man, you know, I the one thing I was like getting kind of ticked off with is like, yes, Kevin's big. He ain't, I don't think, I think Kevin's thick. I don't think he's fat. Like, that was, that was all Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul had on him. He's like, yeah, every time I look at him, I want to go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude. I was like, come on, dude. Like, I, I know he's, I know that's his antics, you know, that he's the, the schoolyard bully. You know, just because you don't look like him, he's going to make fun of the way you look. But I, 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 I want Kevin you know, even though I like Logan Paul in WWE, I want Kevin Owens to win this tournament and go whoop that ass. Whoop that ass at the Royal Rumble. Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. That sounds nice. And Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, I don't know what we're doing with them. I, you know, this whole uh, A-Town Down Under thing, you know, they're, they're really gaining no traction. They're just feuding with Kevin and they get their ass kicked every, every time. Um, CM Punk. Is going to be back next week on SmackDown for the tribute to the Troop Show. 21 years, I believe Michael Cole said. I was like, damn. And CM Punk is back. He's home. Like it or not. You know, I'm, I am I posted some clips on our on uh, my YouTube channel and some other things. And I, I, I see the division in the middle about CM Punk. You know, and love him or hate him, man. He's a conversation. and He's moving merch. He is moving merchandise. And it's funny as um on the DVR when I watch uh SmackDown and Rampage back to back, his face is still on the Rampage logo. <laughs> um and I think he's still on the collision logo, you know, the, the show that was created just for him, you know, to be a part of and another sh- another show for them to to sail, you know. And I I think it's Brian Danielson's show. I don't know. But it, it's I I for one at this point. I am happy CM Punk's back. I, I, you know, I, I know I've had my my questions of things, you know, this and that, but seeing him in WWE and in WWE ring, I was just like the possibilities are endless. 
And he and what he said too, well, you know, really reson, resonated with me with him being an old school guy. He's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Cause it's about the business, brother. You know? And and I know Seth probably is not happy in real life with CM Punk being there, but he's got punks getting more eyes on the product. I know eyes are already on the product. WWE's on a hot streak right now. But they're even hotter now now they got CM Punk. It's just like what's next? You know, who you know, we we got the Royal Rumble coming up and it's like who's gonna show up next? It's crazy. I mean, like right now, WWE is an unstoppable force and they're selling out arenas. Now they're going to, they're going global with their pay-per-views. So it's I, I, I'm glad Punk's home. That's that's just for me. And one of my favorite matches of all time is Punk and uh, John Cena. It was on a Monday Night Raw, and it's one match that I watch like consistently at least four or five times a year because it's one of my favorite matches. Um, Bianca Belair has Charlotte Shotzi outside the ring versus uh, Kyrie Sane with damage control outside the ring, and this match was sloppy. I'm not gonna lie. This Kyrie and Bianca have no chemistry whatsoever. Bianca just seemed like she was dominating the whole time. I know that's the story we're trying to tell because she's bigger than Kyrie and everything like that. But Kyrie just was not giving. And th th this match is just like I I gotta say for um, um, Bianca matches, this is probably like the the sloppiest of, of sloppy of matches, just because they they just didn't click. You know, someone tell me someone tell me I'm wrong. Like they just did not click. Uh, Bianca got the win, but there was those moments where Bianca you can hear Bianca like get up, come on, let's go, let's do this, yeah, come on, you know. And you can, I can hear the frustration in her voice with Kyrie. And Kyrie really got no offense, you know. And of course, they had a damage control side of help. Asuka, then uh, Charlotte trips uh, uh, Kyrie and everything like that. Then they get ejected out of the ring. Then here comes Bailey. And of course, you know, this is going to. Uh, but what happened? Well, let me get to that. But Bailey um, tries to help, but Bianca got the win. And I was like, oh, thank God, this match is over. But before they came out, damage control, Eos guy's back there. Bailey was back there with them. And Eos, like, you stay back here. And that's where I saw the change of the leadership go is to the champ, which I feel is appropriate. The champion should be running the group. And now we're kicking Bailey out. And now she has another strike against her because it looks like uh, she... Um, Kyrie saying to lose her match to Bianca. There's going to be repercussions, and we'll see next week, and that makes me want to tune back in. Besides this match being real sloppy, I am excited to see what happens with Bailey and Damage Control next week. Um, Randy Orton's here. He comes out, you know, and we got Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce in the ring. They call out Randy. They both got contracts in their hands. I love contract signings because they got the little logos on the bo uh, the books and whatnot. Um, and he, and I, I really liked Adam's like, hey, Whoever wins as Jay Uso and Seth on Monday this month, this uh, come, upcoming Monday, you can tell you can uh, take on the champ next. I I'll give you that. Then Nick Adams is like, hey, hey, I will give you something more. And I love Nick and Adams back and forth, especially backstage. Ever since Nick's been here, this whole back and stage banter between the two. But he goes, hey, hey, Randy, I will give you something he cannot give you: the bloodline. You know, this and that. So, and then here comes Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's like, you know, this is a travesty. You know, the the you need to go back to Raw, Randy. That's where you're safe, your tribal chief and everything like that. And he goes, and you know who took you out? The bloodline. And that's what we're going to do. Here comes Solo. Here comes Jimmy. Uh, Nick and Adam get outside the ring. And then Randy's um, trying to fight back. But it's two, the number game. The number game. And here it comes L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I was like, oh, LA Knight, shit, why not? And it helps. And uh, LA and Solo fight all the way to the back. Jimmy's in there. He gets RKO'd. And uh, Randy p grabs the contracts, takes the contracts from Nick and Adam. And he's looking at them, throws the raw one away, signs it then and there. And he tells Paul, like, hey, tell your tribal chief daddy's home and i'm like oh shit calling it now at the royal rumble we're gonna get randy orton versus roman reigns holy shit like it, it's it has to happen we got a month two months to build to this now and randy is going after roman and he's going after the bloodline and i'm just like okay you know put him on the shelf for that long he's gonna come back even more vipery and viper just bite everybody at RKO. So Randy Orton, and then here he did my favorite part. Is Nick comes in, he's like, "Yeah, I won," and then he gets RKO'd. Randy's like, "Whoopsie!" <laughs> he's like, "Yep, fuck it." <laughs> and Randy does his pose, and bada bing, bada boom, we're off to the races. And that was SmackDown, December first, two thousand twenty-three, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Kevin Patrick, Corey Graves, Michael Cole on commentary. What a fun show! Um, besides the Bianca and Carrie Sane match, I gotta say my favorite match tonight, uh, was gonna be Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller. Uh, I had a lot of fun with Butch and Bobby Lashley. I really enjoyed the banter between Logan and Kevin Owens. Really loved the ending with uh, Randy. Loving what's going on with Damage Control, all the storytelling and everything like that. So I give the show a, I give the show a solid, uh, four out of five. It was just that Bianca Belair Carrie Sane match that just, uh, just did not sit well with me so four out of five but i love the storytelling we're telling um tell me what you thought of the show drop those comments below are you excited for tribute to the troops because cm punk is going to be here next week on smackdown is he going to be on raw too where's punk going to be huh where's punk going to go he's a what, what do they call him um he's a free not freelancer what's the, I, I can't think of the word I can't think of the word. He's an open contract guy. He can either go to SmackDown or he can go to Raw, and I think he's going to stay on Raw, though. But he'll make the rounds throughout the shows. And Randy Orton now is a staple in uh, SmackDown, and I'm okay with that. Very okay with that. All right, y'all. Drop those comments below. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down that Walmart. Uh, drop those comments below. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Uh, and then uh, share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I think I already said that. I am sorry. <laughs> Uh, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash newworldpodcast uh, get that NWP logo created by Penta X and thank you for everybody in the feedback of the Sexy Ninja Cast uh, the podcast called 35 um, just got a lot of thoughts on my mind and I got it out on that uh, and everyone enjoying the New World Podcast I appreciate every single one of you thank you, thank you, thank you that's it, that's all I am KMB the Sexy Ninja and remember that the New World Podcast is for life brother Oh, RKO in all this. Never turn your back on the.